Welcome to the podcast, everybody. My name is Chance Gondam. This is the God Is Podcast, and today we are talking God Is Straightforward. Now, this is something that I was kind of debating back and forth about going over, but I think it's a very important fact for us to understand because when we understand God is straightforward, we can understand where we need to go in our lives because God's probably already pushing us there, but I think we're fighting against it. And I think there's no better example of fighting against it then when we hop into the Bible and we hop into Numbers, uh, we're going to be right here. Let me share my screen. We're going to be in Numbers 14 today. We're at verse 1 where it says, the people rebel. Now, this is definitely the place to go. And, and it's crazy because when I read the Bible, I always forget how relevant it is to modern time. And you're like, what do you mean, Chance? This is the Old Testament. So this is like thousands and thousands of years ago. People have changed. People are different. People are better, right? That's what we assume. We assume that, you know, <laughs> it's crazy. But we assume that. That's what people assume is we assume life is different, but it's not. It is not different at all. And here's what I want you guys to say. I'm going to read right here. We're going to start in verse one. When the whole community began to weep aloud and they cried all night, their voices rose in, in great chorus of protest against Moses and Aaron. If only we had died in Egypt or even here in the wilderness, they complained. Why is the Lord taking us to this country only to have us die in battle? I want you guys to think about this because when I read this, I think about my own life, but I think about there's probably a point in everybody's life as well where God's calling you into a battle. God's calling you where to go. God's calling you that, hey, this is a time to stand up and go after why I put you on this planet. You know, for some of us, it might be for me, it's starting this charity. It's, it's starting some other, you know, you know, helping people in different ways. And it's like, okay, like I'm going into battle. I'm going into this phase of my battle. For some of you, the battle might be your marriage. For some of you, the battle might be your job. For some of you, it might be being a parent. There's all kinds of different battles that God's calling us to. I don't know what God's purpose is for your life, but I think you do. Because the Egyptians knew what they were called to do. They knew they were called to find the promised land. How simple is that? You think that's a very simple task. Okay, you're, you're called to find the promised land. And I feel like some of us think like, you know, there's times where even starting this charity, you know, my business mind has kicked in and said, hey, Chance, should you try to make money here? Hey, Chance, try, should you try to take some for yourself? Hey, Chance. And it's like, no, God told you to give it all away. God told you to give it all away. You have other business ventures in mind. And it's one of those things that I constantly have to remind myself to do what's right and do what God's calling me to do. And it's funny because when you look at when you look at the, or the, the, the Israelites here that are promised the promised land, they're promised they, they've been led from Egypt, God part of the Red Seas for them, he's made food appear for them. God's literally blessing them in miracles. Now, I know there's been a miracle in your life, you just haven't noticed it yet. A lot of us, we have to take a deep look at our life. You know, I've been blessed where the more you pray and the more you get connected with God, you're going to see miracles day in and day out in your life. And, you know, you're going to see that you're going to see God working in your life. But a lot of us, even if we don't like constantly see miracles in our life, we can stop and look back and we can see one. We can see a miracle. Now think about the Israelites. They were showered with miracles. These people are the ones that were led through the Red Sea. So you want to talk about showered by God's miracles. And look, even they, why is the Lord taking us to this country, the promised land? The country that they're talking about is the promised land that they were promised. 
only to have us die in battle. So think about that. A lot of us, we see the calling that God's putting on our lives and we're so scared because we think we're going to die in battle. We think it's not going to work out for us. We think that we're not going to be able to succeed. But do we have little faith in God? If God's calling us there, don't you think God is going to bless you in those areas? If God's calling you in that direction, don't you think he's going to take care of you? Of course he is. Of course God's going to take care of you. Guys, it's so funny. The more I step into my faith, the, like, the first big faith step for me and Sam was when we decided to move out here to Denver. We knew nobody in Denver. We had no plans. We had no direction. But we felt God was calling us out here to Denver. We came out here to Denver and literally things have been lining up like crazy, like dominoes. Just everything's been lining up perfectly since we've been getting, since we got here. God's given us so many opportunities. And it's so funny because we were scared to come into this battle. We were scared to leave Miami. We were scared to leave what was comfortable. But when we left what was comfortable to go where God was calling us, he's lined everything up to make the battle easier. He's literally taken out the enemy for us and he's literally dropping us, dropping us wins on a silver platter. And I need you to understand that because I think there's so many of us who we are just, we're just, we're just holding ourselves back. We're scared to go after what God's calling us for. And I'm telling you, once you make that leap, God will help you guide your path. So let's keep reading here. Here's what else is saying. Our wives and our little ones will be carried out of as plunder. Wouldn't it, be, wouldn't it be better for us to return to Egypt? Guys, how many times has this happened to you? You pray to God. You pray for big things. You pray for miracles in your life. You pray for blessings. You pray for everything. But as you're praying, you don't even want God to follow through because you're too scared to take action on what it would take to get there. And, and maybe you've came out, you, you come on your faith walk with God and you've gotten closer to God and you've had points like this where you're like, wouldn't it be better if I just went back to my old life? Wouldn't it be better if I just went back to my life before God? I mean, I've, I've had those thoughts. Not recently, thank God, not recently. But in the beginning of my journey, I had those thoughts. Wouldn't it be easier if I just went back to, you know, sinning? Wouldn't it be easier if I went back to doing what felt right to me? Wouldn't it be easier if I just didn't follow what God sang? And I think this is something we have to remember because these are people who saw miracles. These are, this, these are the same people who walked through the Red Sea and they're like, man, I don't know if our God's powerful enough. So I want you to remember how quick we forget. And I also want you to remember how powerful your God is. And our God is so powerful that if we really work for it, we really pray for it, we really work for it, he is going to lead us. Now, let's see right here. Then they plotted against themselves. Let's choose a new leader to go back to Egypt. This is crazy, guys. So then uh, we're in verse five here. Then Moses and Aaron fell face down on the ground before the whole community of Israel. Two of the men who had explored the land. So I in, in the verse or in the in the chapter before, they, they sent people out who went out to, to discover the land and they saw the they saw everything. They saw that it was a beautiful land, they saw that it was amazing. They came back, they lied to everybody, said it wasn't that amazing because those people were scared to conquer it because it was so beautiful and it was so big and it was so, you know, it was such a big thing. They didn't think God would help them conquer it. So they just lied to the people. So we're here in verse seven. They said to all the people of Israel, the land we traveled through and explored is a wonderful land. So now they're changing their story. And if the Lord is pleased with us, he will bring us safely in the land and give it or give it to us. It is rich land flowing with milk and honey. Now, this is important because these people didn't say this when they first returned. 
And that's important because when, when they, when they first returned here now, or when, when they are saying this, you got to pay attention to what happens. Do not rebel against the Lord and do not be afraid of the people of the land. They are only helpless prey to us. They have not protected, uh, but the Lord is with us. Do not be afraid of them. Now, here's what I want you to understand. Let me just drop back here real quick. I'm going to go back to numbers. Uh, I'm going to go back to numbers four or 13, because I want you to see this. I want you guys to see what I'm talking about here. So, um, so I don't misquote it again. I'm no, uh, I'm no master of the Bible. I'm just here reading, trying to do my very best and pass on some knowledge to you. But, um, let's see here. So when it comes down here to numbers 13, uh, right here. But the other men who had explored the land with him disagreed. So this is right here. Sorry. Um, uh, Numbers 13, verse 30. But Caleb tried uh, to quiet the people as they stood before Moses. Let's go at once and take the land, he said, and we can certainly conquer it. And then here we go, verse 31. But the other men who had explored the land with him disagreed. He cannot we cannot go up against them. They are stronger than we are. So they spread the bad report about the land among the Israelites. The land we have traveled through and explored will devour anyone who goes to live there. All the people we saw were huge. Even We even saw giants. Um, so guys, trust me, this it's crazy because the story flipped 180. And it's it's crazy because when, when you see here, when you see when this is going on, what I think is so funny is I think a lot of us are like Caleb. A lot of us go through something and we see the blessing that God has lined up for us. We see what God has lined up for us, but the people around us are like, ooh, that's too big. Ooh, that's too scary. Oh, those goals are too big. Those dreams are too big. Your God is not strong enough to do that. Let's not go after that. And I want you to understand this because I think there's so many people listening me right now where God has put something on your heart. God has put something on your mind. And maybe you've shown somebody else, maybe you've told somebody else and they laughed or they didn't see the picture or they didn't see the purpose and they didn't make sense of it. So you put it away. I'm telling you right now, you can't be like Caleb and put it away because guess what? Because Caleb put it away and he did not push forward with what he truly believed, what he truly saw, his people were punished for 40 years until every single person died from Egypt. They were punished to the wilderness and they never got to see the land. They never got to see the land. They never got to get there. All because Caleb, listen to me, Caleb allowed his tribe to die. Caleb allowed his tribe to die because he allowed the negative people around him to, to be louder than he was. Because he allowed these men to, spe- to spread the bad report. Now, I'm not saying Caleb's a bad person because I think I'm Caleb a lot of times too. I think there's a lot of times where I see where I'm going, I see what I can do, but yet I don't tell everybody as loud as I can because I'm scared of the scrutiny. I'm scared of what people are going to think because most people don't think as big as I do. Most people don't look at the world as big as I do. So that's something that, you know, I can resonate with Caleb. And this, when I read this, it makes me realize like, hey, Chance, you got to realize that if you are not doing what you can at all times to make sure your tribe is taken care of, you could be the death of your tribe just because you didn't speak out and, and truly stand what you believe in. Because he said right here, we can certainly conquer it. He was certain. He wasn't certain enough to go convince the whole tribe, though. He was certain, but he wasn't certain enough to go convince the whole tribe. So 
I just want to go back here to Numbers 14, verse 10. And I want you guys, this is, this is the last couple of verses. I'm going to read two verse, or three verses here. But the whole community began to talk about stoning Joshua and Caleb. So, so Caleb, you know, so this was Caleb who spoke up here and said, yo, no, it's great. It's great. It was a little late, but he spoke up. So understand, it was a little late, but he spoke up. And even when you're a little late, sometimes you only have one shot. Sometimes God's going to put you in an opportunity. I'm not saying God can't forgive you. I'm not saying God can't give you another shot. I'm not saying God can't line something else up. But sometimes, sometimes God's going to give you one opportunity. And if you miss that opportunity, you drag your feet, you're too scared, you didn't trust him enough, you didn't take that first opportunity, God might give you another opportunity. He might give you forgiveness. But look at this. For the whole community, because so he got a second chance. So when he spoke out for his second chance, the story was already rooted. That's what happens if you don't take action ahead of time. But the whole community began to talk about stoning Joshua and Caleb. So they were going to kill them because they wanted, because of their dreams, because they saw the promised land, because they thought they could conquer it. Then the glorious presence of the Lord appeared to all the Israelites at the tabernacle. And the Lord said to Moses, how long will these people treat me with contempt? Tent, sorry. Will they never believe me even after all the, the miracle signs I have done among them? I will disown them and destroy them with a plague. Then I will make you into a great nation, mightier than there they are. So there, there's a few things that, like, this is slammed. This is slammed. I want you, I would suggest you guys hop into your Bible app or go grab a Bible. Um, I am in the New Living Translation, Numbers 14. Go read verse 13 and the rest of this. But I want you to, I just kind of want to play on an idea here, and then we're going to end. But I want you guys to think about this. After everything that, they, that God blessed them with, and they turn against God, and they turn against God's people, he said, I'm going to kill them all. And if you read right here, the next title, it says Moses interacts or intercedes for the people. So Moses is going to try to save the people. And it's funny that when Moses stands up for the sinners, when Moses stands up for these people who are betraying God, when Moses stands up for them, I don't think he gets the, then I'll make you into a great nation mightier than they are. He doesn't get that. He doesn't become the mightiest nation that he's supposed to. And I'm pretty sure, um, you know, Moses doesn't see the promise. Moses dies with everybody else. Moses dies with everybody else, and I don't, uh, I'm, I'm like 99% sure. I'm 99% sure. Again, I'm not a pastor. I'm not, I didn't go to school for this. I am just another, you know, another follower of Jesus Christ just trying to spread the word. So please, you know, uh, bear with me. But I know that Moses did not, you know, he did, he did not get all the blessings because he kept the people that, that God was ready to get rid of. And I think that's something that, you know, it doesn't have to be a literal sense, thank God, that, um, you know, this is Old Testament. And I don't think that God straight kills people with a plague just because, and all this kind of stuff anymore. Um, maybe he does. Maybe that's what happens, happens behind the scenes. I don't, I'm not God. God's ways are higher than my ways. But what I take away from this and what I want you to take away from this is that, no matter what, you have to thank God for every miracle he does in your life. And on top of that, you need to go after what God put in your heart full speed. You have to go after what God puts you on this earth course full speed. This is called God is straightforward because I think God is putting something on your heart and you're just scared to take action. I'm challenging you today. Stop being scared. Your God is strong enough to get you to wherever he thinks you need to go. 
And I'm telling you, you just need to full, you just need to follow where God is calling you to be. Thank you all so much for hopping on here. Make sure you go to the links below, Facebook Messenger list. We got a blast going out. I'm going to be sending out all kinds of new Christian details. Um, you know, music, sermons, po- uh, you know, podcasts, my podcast, other podcasts, all kinds of fun stuff. So make sure, please get plugged in there. And um, thank you guys so much for watching. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube, click that bell so you see us first. Thank you, everybody. Peace out.